Welcome back to Wandering Into Wellness, Zain and Lydia as usual. Um, and we are here to help you kickstart your January and lighten the load. Kickstart a colon cleanse, perhaps. Yes, there's so many things that we know everybody wants to get after in January. We all want to like, oh, get back to the gym, stop eating sugar, drop caffeine, drop alcohol, Ooh, like solve the bloating thing solve our constipation stuff get our energy back solve our relationship things get more motivated in work there's just like so many things everyone's like january energy january energy uh and yet like so many of those things uh are reliant on some foundational fundamental physiological processes to be taking place so that that part of it is not in our you know constant eyeline distracting us from those bigger parts of growth that we really we really can and should and want to kind of be able to get to yeah i think you know from a yogic perspective when we look after our internal organs we're looking after our emotional health our mental health and our spiritual health as well and those things need to be in a good place if we're doing a cleanse and we really want to move forwards unencumbered into that new year and um, so i think it makes total sense to be doing this but what we see online is a lot of potentially dangerous advice kind of ad hoc advice on how to do cleanses or that cleanses don't work and actually they use this you shouldn't bother so what we wanted to do is provide you with an actual structured approach that does work that is gentle um with advice that is has a solid basis yeah exactly so sound fundamentals just to to give people an idea your body is always doing that role of detoxification. That is what, yes, the doctors all tell you. There's no need to be taking these detox things because your body is always doing it. Yes, your body's always doing it, but it's always doing it, i.e. it has a certain limited resource for that. And over a lifetime of doing that, things start to degrade. I'm not recommending anybody who's like 15 unless they've got some serious fundamental underlying issues coming in to start doing a January cleanse. But somebody who's 41, maybe somebody who's like struggling with other immune system issues definitely somebody who has you know chronic let's say sleep issues definitely most things come back to at some stage your body's ability to get rid of clear a clean house so if you do housekeeping processes and rid your body of like metabolic wastes and toxins and dead and dying bacteria we know that lymphatic stagnation speaking from a yogic standpoint as is your new catchphrase i like it um the, 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 that, that is a, a like a the stagnation is the thing that breeds disease and when we talk about stagnation that can be in the colon that can be in the bloodstream that can be the lymphatic system all of these things we want to get those things moving and that's what uh, this protocol that we sort of set up is around it's all about unblocking the channels getting stuff out and then protecting the body as we start to release those wastes as well because all of the things we're releasing have the potential to do more damage as we kind of like shake the barrel or whatever the term mm. is yeah so you've chosen four things that yeah. people can use in this protocol. Can you talk us through them? Okay, so basically what I've tried to do is keep it really simple and really universal because that's the other thing. I hate universal edicts. Universal edicts tend to lead to a lack of individuation that then means that most of these things don't suit everyone. The stuff we've chosen here pretty much should suit everyone. If you're on medication, obviously that's a different story. Go and consult your pharmacist, prescribing whatever person, physician. But where we start is in the colon. Uh, everything starts in the colon because that's basically where your your body's uh, interface of, of, of ejection excretion begins. So that's where your body's going to remove most of the metabolic waste that it comes into contact with. Those ones that come in through your skin, through your lungs, through your digestive system, all of those things end up at some stage, usually somewhere around the liver and then 
out into the colon and then out into the wide world into the sewage system and hopefully when it's happening correctly your body shouldn't need too much too much support but what does happen over time is that we have and if you look at like the uh, the people who like some, some famous cases of like colon cancer people like elvis presley and john wayne the amount of impacted fecal matter that was sitting inside their colon putrefying putrefying proteins that equals colon cancer those are the things that we know produce metabolites that will cause disease and so for us the very first thing we want to do is make sure that there's nothing sitting alongside the gut wall that's just, that's going to be there over time producing these sorts of uh, metabolites that can cause real damage and real disease so with that in mind what we've chosen is an organic inner fillet aloe vera juice it's really basic everyone knows what aloe vera juice is right i mean like it's but if you've heard of mcdonald's you've heard of aloe vera juice i think i i, I might be wrong i might be living in a bubble but, a bit of a bubble, but <laughs> i think most people have heard of aloe okay. juice at this point so what it essentially what aloe vera juice does and very different inner fillet versus whole leaf aloe vera juice are really different because the whole leaf aloe vera juice contains a lot of allantoin so the outer outer part of an aloe vera leaf contains a lot of allantoin Allantoin works essentially as a stimulant laxative. Stimulant laxatives, we know what they do. They irritate the colon, causing it to spasm and then releasing its contents. We don't really want that because that's not like a sustainable way to help to move, the, move things through the colon. What we want to do is gently nourish the colon, nourish the lining of the gut wall, uh, improve, increase bulking, uh, feed the bacteria, the beneficial bacteria that are there. So all those fermentation kind of processes happen properly down in the colon where they should do. And that's what stimulates the movement of stuff outside the gut or out, out of the gut. This is an inner fillet aloe vera juice. And you can see if you are watching this on YouTube, it is so gummy, you cannot, it's totally opaque. And that gumminess, that is a sign of the rich source of mucilage, mucilaginous fiber or mucilage which is this lovely soft jelly-like stuff. You know it if you ever handled aloe vera. Like I said, everyone knows what aloe vera is. But if you ever handle aloe vera, it's got this kind of slimy thing. And that slimy thing is exactly what you want to coat the lining of your digestive tract with. Because that's how you nourish the mucous membrane. If you nourish the mucous membrane, then you're essentially feeding the uh, the, 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 the enterocytes. So the, you're, you're feeding your enteric uh, microbiota and the immune system cells lining the gut. You're reducing contact inflammation. So you're reducing inflammation along the gut wall. You're protecting very very vulnerable human tissue like one cell thick is like the lining of your colon which is bizarre like lining of your digestive tract the mucosal membrane is the thing that protects it and this is the thing that feeds that mucosal membrane feeds the microbiota reduces inflammation and gently stimulates the gut to uh to eject the stuff that's in there so should people start with this or are they doing it alongside these other mm. things is it like a step-by-step -step program what do you think so the way i've kind of set it up is unless you suffer really chronic constipation this is an all-at-once kind of program uh if somebody suffers really chronic constipation get that working first that is always the first thing whenever somebody comes into us and they have any sort of digestive issue the first thing you have to do is unlock that colon get the colon working because there's no point in just chucking stuff out of every other organ into the colon and then it's sitting there like we said causing disease so yes if you are a healthy human being with reasonably regular dietary like a di regular toilet habits and that will usually mean pooing one to two times a day three ideally uh, but those poos need to be well formed not like loose bawly things not like any sort of like look at the bristol stool scale if you want to see what it's all about but everybody knows i think what a good poo looks and probably feels like if i'm honest but yeah so when uh, when when you're making good poos um you you probably can just start straight on to about 30 mils of this taken about twice a day. So that's two tablespoons taken twice a day. First thing in the morning, maybe last thing in the evening or first thing in the morning, maybe before your dinner. Um, and yeah, and then what that's doing is that's helping to set up your gut and start the kind of process of peristaltic rhythm happening because it's slightly simulating that. 
it's uh, like I said, feeding the, the the bacteria in the gut, and it's also reducing inflammation in the gut lining uh, and setting your body up for all of the other detoxifying agents to come along and do their work. Uh, so zeolite powder. Yeah, this is the really interesting one. I think of the bunch. Yeah. Mm. Um, tell us a little bit about what it is, where it comes from, what its benefits are. Can I go to liver first? Because I think the liver is the first thing. Actually, okay, liver before sure. that. Yeah. So so the so the next thing after colon is really liver because. Your liver is going to deal with all of the other toxins that are released from cells. They'll go via the whatever the hepatic portal, whatever it's called, vein, whatever it's like. So there you go into, into into the liver, and that's where they get processed, go through phase two and phase three detoxification, and then they get chucked out into the gut, where they bind with lovely fibers and then get removed from your body. So it's really important that your liver is well protected, that uh, that that bile is freely flowing out of your liver. Those bile acids that they're the things that that are have all the conjugated toxins inside them to to help to get them out of the gut. Um, so milk thistle is a kind of a three in one. This is why I picked milk thistle. There's loads of liver herbs around. There's artichoke, there's dandelion root, all these sort of other guys. The milk thistle it is uh, a liver protective, right? So it has silymarinin, which is an antioxidant that protects the liver cells from damage. So that's really important because your liver, it can regenerate from as little as 25% function, which is bonkers. No other organ will do that. Forget it. Your heart scars, it's done. That's it. But your liver, not so. Um, so silymarinin protects the liver cells from damage, so that helps to reduce stress on the liver. You reduce stress on the liver, you'll also reduce cholesterol production, so triglycerides, cholesterol production, those sorts of things people are also maybe concerned about. And then it also helps to regenerate those liver cells as well, that's another function. And it also works as a cholagog, a mild liver flushing agent. The mildest. Dandelion root, probably the strongest. This guy, probably the mildest. But we don't want to just like, just eject stuff out of the liver, like I said, in this really harsh way until everything else is set up. So that's why we're giving you these really lovely kind of combined agents that are all fundamentally going to go to work, but none of them are going to be like so drastic as to, you know, throw the toys out of the pram or make it so it's unsuitable for everyone to take or like not suitable for most of the population. So that's what milk thistle does, protects the liver, encourages excretion of the things, the toxins that come into the liver from the rest of the cells. How, what is your recommended dose? So with this guy, I would start on 15 drops uh, taken in the morning time before your breakfast. You can actually put it in with your aloe vera juice if you want, which is a handy way to take it. Um, taste mildly of alcohol because it's an ethanolic extract of, of milk thistle, so a high alcohol extract. But you're taking a tiny amount of alcohol, less than that in half a ripe banana when you're taking, that's even when you're taking 30 drops. So start with that 15 drops a day, first thing in the morning. Take that for like the first week, then start to double that up. So take 30 drops. Taken again first thing of the day. And then after that for another week, you'd start taking that three times a day. So taking before every single meal. Um, and yeah, continue that for another maybe seven days, maybe 10 days. So let's say January is your month. You know, you're getting all this stuff done within one month. So just something that I'd like to add to this is that it's really important when we're talking about cleansing or gut health or colon health that we understand physiological processes of the body are always supported by our movements and yeah. our breath practices. So those organs that we're trying to support with supplements so these are supports for us because like finn said our body is always doing processes like it's already cleansing it's already detoxing but what we're trying to do is support it to do that thing better the same thing can be done as we're doing this concurrently using our practices like our movement practices to help aid them from the outside in because if you are prone to constipation or colon issues oftentimes what's happening is there's some kind of incorrect postural thing that's happening that's making a kink in the lower colon when you're trying to poo and so making simple changes to support that is really an easy thing to do first thing is elevate your feet when you're on the toilet and you're doing a poo so use like you know there are things called squatty potties that you can look up i was hoping you're going to mention the squatty potty uh, and they're and great the unicorn poo app look it up on youtube it's so fun. good mm. um but if you don't want to go buy a squatty potty you can just buy any kid's stool that they stand on to go to wash their hands you know you buy them when they're toilet training 
and just put it in front of your toilet. It's mainly the same height and you want your knees to be a little bit higher than your hips when you're sitting mm. there. And that's going to unkink the bottom of your colon and just help the poos release a little bit better. The other thing is just practicing squats in a daily way. And I don't necessarily mean the standing squats that you see people doing in the gym, but a low squat in yoga, we call it a garland squat. Um, if you're someone with tight Achilles or legs or those kinds of things, you can elevate your heels to make you get into that squat position. But that's again going to unkink the lower part of the colon and also help the spine to just sit back into its curvature. Because when the spine gets very tucked under at the tailbone when we're sitting for long periods of time and not moving a lot, everything up in the lower area is just kind of bound, it's impacted, it's stagnant, there's not enough movement around of those organs. So it's really important to create space in that pelvic bowl. So that's alongside the aloe vera juice, squats mm. and squatting when you're going to the toilet. Mm. Alongside can, the I, app, can yeah. I add to that one? Because what I find really useful is doing like cat cow and spiral spiral thingies in the morning and that happy baby pose situation. I find that really good for, because I guess that you're doing the similar to the motion that you would when you're putting your feet up at the toilet, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, great way to help to things to move on, rocking around on your back when you're sitting in that happy bed or lying in that happy mm. baby pose. Yeah, I mean, there's so, there's so there's many. So many there's millions. I know you're just picking I'm one. I'm trying to choose one. No, wait, I'm sorry, one. apologies. I'm going to add three, make it confusing. Sorry. <laughs> Um, so milk thistle, we were just talking about liver and something that's really important to understand about the liver, because obviously your liver is here underneath your rib cage, kind of right hand side, mm. like roughly there. Um, and it's a really big organ and part of it's how huge, it's really it's huge, massive. it's kind of really yeah. spanning all across here. And part of how it works is like all of our organs, they need rhythm. So they, they work on a rhythm and that rhythm kind of has that, like you said, peristaltic movement. And all of our organs actually use rhythm, not just the heart, but, but all of the organs. And the liver needs that too. And it doesn't really have its own pump, a little bit like the lymphatic system. So it actually relies on the trampoline effect of the diaphragm. So when we breathe correctly, when we breathe out into the belly, expand the belly, and then exhale, draw the belly back in so that the rib cage is flaring up as well. We're breathing into all sides of front, sides and back of our body. What happens is that diaphragm does this kind of trampolining thing. And what that's intended to do, aside from respiratory stuff, is it's meant to do a trampoline on top of the liver. And as it does that, it squashes it and releases it, squashes it, releases it, and that helps move stuff through. It brings fresh blood flow. So it just maximizes your ability to, for your liver to do all of its productions. And and the thing is that most of us aren't breathing correctly. A lot of us reverse breathe or we sit in crunched up positions or we breathe high up in the chest or, or we mouth breathe. And so we're not actually accessing that really simple detoxification tool, which is just simple breath. So really try to focus on breathing really well and just noticing are you accessing all the parts of your respiratory system? And that'll help to complement the milk thistle really nicely. Yeah, by on breathwork. So interesting how, I'm, how much I've learned from you about, yeah, and, and from my own experience internally as a result of that, how using your diaphragm really affects the internal organs and doing any sort of kind of movement of your, like even if you're sitting down at like office desks, as you always teach me as well, and you're you're guiding so many of your clients during the day, just doing any sort of movement there around your, your, your abdomen. There's so much blood there. There's so much like, condensed activity happening in such a short short area or tiny little area that like of course constipation happens essentially mm -hmm. so that's why this sort of stuff will really help right well, we're sitting we're mm -hmm. sitting in a position that squashes the lymphatics in yeah. that area and the yeah, lymphatics yeah. in that area are really really key we need hydration we need movement of fluids otherwise constipation happens yeah, yeah. otherwise stagnation happens so we need to just keep moving i mean moving is such an important thing but also that diaphragmatic breath what it's doing in the liver is at the top, but at the bottom, the pelvic floor is working in conjunction with that. So we've got this kind of wave-like motion up and down. 
and that pelvic floor at the bottom where it's nourishing is helping to release spasm in the colon allowing your poo to come out again because if you're holding too much tension down there you're literally aiming retentive like that's what's happening it's all really really tight and the sphincters aren't opening properly so we that breath's working on on so many levels mm, big time yes and yeah i haven't spoken to somebody yes just yesterday a client who had a, a daughter who was in that situation where it, everyone knows she's a very anxious child she has you know a lot of fears and she's been chronically constipated for like 11 years she's in 15 now at this stage and the yeah the, that that kind of the, the problem is anal retention breeds anal retention it's like it just because it's more sore the more you don't go etc so yeah anything you can do to like soften that area softening with the breath all that sort of stuff will help yeah so the next one zeolite powder this is the exciting off-grid one. So zeolite, we only started stocking zeolite, honestly, in the last two years, I think. I was looking around at zeolites, and there's a couple of them available from a couple of good companies for a few years, but none of them were licensed in Ireland. We finally found this one, which is zeolite clinoptilolite, a naturally sourced one. And zeolite is an interesting thing because when I came across it first, it was part of a weird and wonderful, wacky array of things that are used for what's called chelation. And when you look up you know, chelation online, or certainly when you used to Google chelation online before it was all WebMD, uh, you used to find a lot of references for a lot of these kind of like more out there substances and like coriander and chlorella and these sorts of things. They're all binders in so far as they chelate or bind with positively charged particles, which are a lot of the toxins, pathogens, uh, essentially metabolic waste, bad things that we want to get out of our body are, are, are made of or are charged, they're positively charged. But a lot of them are very weak chelators and weak chelators can often do more harm than good. A weak chelator will pull often a heavy metal out from a deeper tissue to a more peripheral tissue, a superficial tissue, where actually you can find the symptoms increase. And also it can pull it out to a deeper tissue into the bloodstream and from the bloodstream it can cross the blood brain barrier again to the brain. So that's one of the really, really dangerous things about chelation is when it's not properly managed is that you can end up causing more harm than good. Now, this, as part of our protocol, our detox, is not about curing disease. This is about setting yourselves up for a routine clear out, like a spring clean. It's not like we're not going into like a bomb site here and deciding to like build a cupboard to put your clothes into. We're going into like a house that's a bit messy. And we're going, OK, we're just going to restock those things and put things on hangers now. And that's what this zeolite thing is really designed to do. So facilitating getting um, heavy metals, um, things like ammonia, things like a lot of positively charged particles that are causing a lot of the health havoc for most of us over 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 time and, and are the triggers to a lot of aging things, a lot of things that will cause like, you know, the obvious things like the fine lines and wrinkles that we see, the the brain fog, the hairlessness, the like all those sorts of things that, that, come, that creep up on us through our lifetime and that like you kind of look, oh, one day there's one wrinkle, next day there's three, what's going on? And then suddenly we find like we've got, gone through a situation where suddenly there's like irreversible levels of aging happening. If we can keep on top of these sorts of detoxification things with the support of things like zeolite, we then take the pressure off our immune system and we allow our body more facility to grow, repair, rest, recover, not get sick. That's basically it. So zeolite, it's also solid reference, right? It's used in heavy industry for uh, for, for detoxifying effluent waste from heavy industry. So it, it's something that I like. I think we all need a little bit of like, where's the proof, you know? And, and if you go on to, you know, uh, Google Scholar or that sort of thing, you'll see an awful lot, uh, or PubMed, you'll see a lot of references that talk about zeolite's use in 
the external environment and also its traditional use for for human health as well uh, as a chelator as a as, uh, as a health support grows in like volcanic soils when magma mixes with other stuff da, 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 da. but essentially it's like this microporous structure and um, it's like strongly negatively charged that binds lots of stuff isn't as harsh as what's your favorite thing called again that i always forget the name of the one they uh, use for pets diatomaceous earth diatomaceous earth exactly isn't as harsh as, harsh as diatomaceous earth to you so not scraping along the gut wall in the same way and also you've got the protective factor with the aloe vera juice so we're putting all these things together so you're going to facilitate the colon getting cleared the liver getting cleared the cells getting cleared and then the last one in our little chain so just oh, sorry go on, go on, yeah, yeah. how do people take this oh sorry yeah so you, you want to start really really small with this guy so it says one heat teaspoon i would never start with one heat teaspoon with any sort of chelation agent at all start at like a quarter of the daily dose let's say the first week you do a quarter of a teaspoon second week half a teaspoon third week a full teaspoon and then fourth week a heat teaspoon and then knock it on the head after that okay. if you find you're feeling so much better on it and when you finished you feel a bit crappy uh then i would say you probably could go through a second round of all these things like maybe eight weeks makes sense um the the, the thing you're going to do which is unpredictable for us standing here on this side of a screen is that you're going to trigger different metabolic processes to you know to facilitate them to inhibit them as your body your physiological individual self deals with all of these things in different ways and has a different accumulate commute accumulation of waste different genetic whatever proclivities all that sort of stuff so you start nice and slowly, give yourself lots of lots of fluids, make sure, like we said, that you're pooping first. If you're not pooping, you're not touching this stuff. Like you're not touching zeolite if, you're, if your colon isn't clear and likewise uh, for your liver. Yeah, um, so loads of that's what I was going to say. It's really important to support yourself with loads of hydration yeah. at this time and also trying to sleep a little bit more going to bed a little mm. bit earlier trying to get better quality sleep and also just being a bit gentle with yourself it's a good idea to do a journaling practice mm. alongside a detox because as we change the gut we always change the brain as yeah. well and so it it releases stuff in the body but it also releases stuff in the emotions and in the mind and you can find stuff that's been stuck for a long time can rise to the surface mm -hmm. stuff that you're processing can feel more visceral and so it's nice to kind of you know just go a bit gentle don't plan loads of stuff don't be going out loads and trying to change loads of other stuff in your life at the same time make it a little bit like a mm. ritual retreat for yourself these four weeks just be kind be gentle treat yourself with kick gloves yeah and just remember as well when you're doing these sorts of detoxes we all know like everyone's joined the gym like literally everyone's just joined the gym it's ridiculous like the gym numbers go from across the road in swan leisure where we have a cafe from 12,000 or 11,500 up to like 15, 16, 17,000 people a week just for like a month and then it's gone. You know, those people just don't go again. Your your health, your your metabolic health, your physiological health, your biological health is supported about 80% by your diet and about 20% by your movement. I'm not discounting yoga. I'm just saying that we're going to eat three times a day. We're going to do one yoga practice. <laughs> but in, in so far as like, there's no point in doing all that physical work and expecting your body to improve if you're not doing that fundamental digestive detoxification yeah, sort need, of you work. You need the fuel to fund the engine. That's how it goes. Fuel to fund the engine. Boom. So our last thing, mm. one of my favorites, yeah. turmeric. So why have we put turmeric in? Um, essentially, all of the things we're doing here have the potential to release toxins into the bloodstream. Toxins and tissues are getting released. All sorts of stuff can happen. And what you often find is that people get... Um, they can feel more toxic. They can feel kind of hungover from this thing. And that's because there are lots and lots of different things being kind of stirred up. And so turmeric is a really powerful fat soluble antioxidant, really liver protective and also anti-inflammatory. 
and when you kickstart processes in the body, uh, oxidative stress always increases. Oxidative stress is that process just by by living essentially that we we start to uh, that we, that we essentially what we start a fire which is our like metabolic fire and the smoke comes off that and that smoke has some damaging effects. This helps to uh, this down here uh, helps <laughs> helps to neutralize that smoke and um, yeah essentially works as an anti-inflammatory. So you're uh, improving your body's ability to 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 deal with. The, the toxins that they, the cumulative toxins suddenly start to get released from tissues. Mm, and what's great about it is if you take turmeric at bedtime, it's really good for helping with sleep as mm -hmm. well. So that's a nice thing. Um, I think this is a really nice protocol because it's really simple. A lot of the detox protocols online come along with really stringent diets, mm. loads of different supplementation, really extreme fasting, loads of extreme movement practices. And this is like a practical person's guide to just having a system reset, right? I hope so. Yeah, I, I think... It, I spend a good bit of time kind of thinking about what things to leave out and put in. And I think, um, yeah, what you have in here is something that everybody's going to get some benefit from. Like literally everyone's going to get some benefit from. doesn't matter if you're constipated or not. You definitely need the benefits of an anti-inflammatory, constant anti-inflammatory like aloe vera juice. doesn't matter if you're a heavy drinker or not. If you have loads of sugar in your diet, your liver is always dealing with stuff whether it's your deodorant or the, the fumes from the car engines you're walking past in the morning. You know, are we all of accumulations of... Uh, of heavy metals in our tissues, whether it's because we're drinking fluoride in our water, whether we're eating tuna with lots of whatever mercury in it and PCBs, you know, lots of vaccinations recently, which most people have. Also problematic as well. Exactly, all these things. Detoxifying is something, and it's a bigger deal. And there's a lot of illness around, and the illness comes from lots of different things. But certainly, our body's ability to clear illness always relates to our our, our the, the, the pressure, the chemical load or the toxic load in our immune system and in our detoxification organs. So that's what this protocol is all about, to set you guys up so that you have a, a much better capacity to stand in the storm of life and all that it throws at you uh, for the rest of this year. So Yeah, and it's also, it's always about maximising potential, isn't it? It's mm. not necessarily that you wait until you're really sick before you do a thing. It's about going like, I feel okay, I feel good, how can I even feel better? Health that's is, what we're yeah, all about. Here. Exactly, health is not the absence of disease, that's not it. You want to feel optimal, you can feel optimal, that's At the thing. Age. At any freaking age, you can do it. Yeah, so let's just recap, just for people to see, there's Paca aloe vera juice, mm -hmm. then we have milk thistle by Vogel. There's that guy. We have zeolite powder by Kiki Health. And then we have Puka's turmeric active as well. Uh, so they're all on special offer to our shop as well. This is the sell. Here's the pitch. Uh, we've managed to facilitate like massive offers on all these guys. So there's been 20 and 30% off all of these guys for the whole month of January. You can get them online. You get them in store. You can come and DM us and ask us for more advice if you want. Or if you want to work with us one to one and facilitate this detox and make it really drive home some change. I mean, like there is a little bit of good you can do on your own, but it's always better when you got some more support. And we love working individually with clients who really want to make some proper change because yeah. we're uh, that's what gets us giddy, right? Yeah. Well, when we work one to one, we combine our skill sets to create this kind of holistic change where we're looking at breath, movement, meditation, lifestyle, diet nutrition and that kind of spiritual aspect as well so we're looking at that kind of whole system overhaul as well and this is like your interest to system reset but when we work together we kind of have that like broader spectrum thing so you can always start off with this and then go wow that really made a difference and actually i just want to kind of go deeper in mm -hmm. and when you have that deeper dive you can contact us to work one-to-one -one with you exactly so last thing just to say thanks to our sponsors Clear Light Saunas, we've just delivered, well, we're just about to deliver, actually, sorry, two new saunas to great Dublin clients who know the benefit and have jumped on the idea that infrared light and heat is a way to help to detoxify and a help to way to support their health. Um, and it's a fundamental self-care practice ritual. Like if you're not getting up every morning at 6 a.m. or 4 a.m. or whatever it is, or 8 a.m., if you can kind of get out and see 
you know, an hour of sunlight where there's lots of infrared in that first hour is like 50% of the sunlight in the first hour is, about infra is infrared light. If you're not doing that, which most of us aren't managing, then something like an infrared sauna, it's also just freaking warm. It's like mm. cold outside of that morning. Get an infrared sauna. Gets the damp out of your bones, gets the exactly. chill out of your yeah. bones, and it supports how your skin looks, how your hair looks, how your digestive health works, how your joint health works. It yeah. brings down your inflammation markers. Yeah. There's so many things that are so good about it. And really, it's about an investment in your health in a long-term way. Yeah. So come along to us and DM us if you want to get some support with that. We are also putting together a really cool little... Um, uh, sauna with us little uh, kind of guide so you'll get to get a little playlist from us sort of things we listen to our sauna sort of things we like to do in our sauna uh, the ways to use it the frequency all that sort of stuff so you get a, a nice little kind of technical guide as well how to use the sauna get the best use out of it last thing is Wandering Into Wellness Project the Wandering Into Wellness Project.com where you can buy all of our organic merch and um, we have a very very small limited remaining amount of stock of some of the beautiful seasonal things like our oversized um, what is it Rodopi Nights uh, sweater so we have uh, just a handful of those guys really. I was wearing mine yesterday it's such a really yeah, it's nice so it's a snuggly blanket it's it a is. snuggly blanket they're all organic they're designed in conjunction with a great Bulgarian artist they're printed here in Dublin um, and there's like I say a very limited amount remaining so I've gone to wandering, the wandering to wellness project.com to pick those up or to work with us there and um, they're part of your detox because they're stopping you from having toxins into your skin through the clothes that you're wearing that are impregnated with the toxins when they're made so complete your detox protocol by buying our kit there you go is there any better way to sell i don't i think we're done i think that's it i mean if you're not buying them you're crazy all right <laughs> see you later guys thanks for bye, bye.